We want to be. <laughs> we want to be better. We need to be better. We, we want, want to, to be, be better. No, no, that word didn't work. <laughs> okay, we, we want, want to, to be, be better. better. So Annie, we're back, season four. We're dedicated, aren't we? <laughs> Very dedicated. Um, and we've swapped roles this we season. We have swapped roles because, um, well, for the listeners. I have come in today. I'm completely sober. Annie, how are you feeling? Little tiny, itsy bit dusty. Oh, a bit dusty. <laughs> <laughs> so we last night obviously caught up because before we podcast, we just like, hey, what are you talking about? Just to make sure we're not talking about the same thing. Yeah. You know, mm. and I've been looking after my kids by myself. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, I know people do this all the time. There's plenty of single parents and whatever out there, but my husband is overseas by himself. <laughs> and I'm having a great time, awesome you. time. I mean, I don't know how it must feel to be having a really stressful day, running around with the kids, and then just getting a message from your husband in a rose petal filled bar. Bath, having a three-hour spa day and a facial. Yeah, he actually texts me at witching hour, which is when, you know, you're trying to get the kids fed, bath, mm. bed, and he's like, what are you doing? This is me. And exactly like you described. <laughs> I've had a three-hour day spa or whatever it is. Yeah, no worries, mate. Yeah, no bloody worries. Yeah. And as you know, yesterday yeah. I was riding my bike and also had my other friend's child in the bike. It was pouring rain in Melbourne. Mm. As you know, Melbourne's sometimes a bit mean with their weather. Oh. Well, it's not a it's not a hurt to him, obviously, when they're mean. <laughs> um, but we're, um, I was riding along and my back tyre blew out. Mm. So I had to carry my bike. with, the, And I didn't want to wet the kids, I so know. I had to carry that through. And honestly, I've had quite the ordeal and I've been by myself. And yeah. So you let loose last night with a wine or two. Exactly. You came over. Yeah. I've had no adult company. <laughs> really... And I feel bad because, as you're just about to talk about, um, you can't really drink. And I, in my head, I was like, no, I'm never going to drink around Bianca. Like, I, I will never do that. that. That's just mean. That's the peer pressure. I don't want to put her under yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how this has happened now. I know. It's so weird being in this booth with you and you being hungover. And I'm full I never of beans. drink during the week, ever. What? Like, you come to my house and drink during the week all the time back in the day. Or was it just me that was drinking all the time? Yeah, you were drunk probably and don't have a good recollection of it. Yeah. But, yeah, so times have certainly changed. What's happened? So, look, okay, so today I'm going to be talking about drinking, which, Mm. yeah, because a lot has changed for me, um, as you know. Um, So, at first, my challenge was going to be Dry July, which I started and I was smashing. Like, Dry July was interesting because mm. the first first week was really easy. I bought some non-alcoholic wine. I had some non-alcoholic beers. Um, and the thing is, I would drink these beers because they really taste like beer. Um, and I would feel drunk even though there's absolutely no alcohol in it. Like, and I, I was, com- I was like, about to drive to a, a party and I'd had three of these non-alcoholic beers and I thought, oh shit, I can't drive because I'm drunk. And then I was like, wait, no, I'm absolutely not drunk. It's just... It's a placebo effect that um, apparently beer can have on you, non-alcoholic beer. Really? Yeah. So, apparently, and I have not done the research on this, but this is what I've been told, is that there's a specific group of people who have 
the taste of beer can release something in their brain that it convinces them that they're drinking beer, even though they're not. So the taste of beer can like make you feel drunk, even though you're not drunk. So it was good. I went to a party. I um, got to know all of my friends who I've known for years, but actually talked to them (laughs) because I usually don't remember the conversation or I'm slurring my speech. So it was good. I was like, you know what? Dry July has been great. I am going to go this entire month completely sober. I'm loving it. I can't wait until I finish. And um, I hope that I can scale back my drinking, you know, just not drink as excessively when I go out. I had all the plans in the world to Hmm. change my ways. Mm -hmm. But then. And then. And then I got some news. So, as I'm sure avid listeners would know, I have been diagnosed with cirrhotic arthritis and I'd been put on some medication and the medication was just whatever, take it. They never mentioned anything like about not being able to drink or anything, which was fine. Um, But then I went to the doctor and he said, we've got to start you on a medication and you can't drink because your cirrhotic arthritis is much worse than they first Yeah, it's severe. Yeah. And so he, when I first went to see the specialist, they always ask this question and I fucking hate this question. It's how many alcoholic units do you drink in a week? And my response is always, <laughs> how long, is, how a long is a piece of string? Because I don't know. It depends on the week, you know, like, yeah. Have I got a party to go to? Probably going to drink more. Um, am I sick? Probably going to drink less. You know, it depends on the week. It, I can't. Have I got? Did I just get my paycheck? Am I living large? Like it depends. I can't answer that question. So I said, and also standard drinks like vary from drink to drink. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I'm sure a tequila shot is stronger than a glass of wine. Wait, would it be? No, I don't think so. I think, like you know, when you have a glass of wine and we fill it all the way up to the top, I yeah. think that's two <laughs> standard drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have no freaking clue, and I just said fifteen, which. <laughs> is probably an understatement, to be honest, but I just thought average it out to 15. And the doctor said, oh, you definitely can't drink 15 units of alcohol a week. Like, definitely not. And I thought, I definitely don't anyway. I drink a lot more than that. But no worries, okay. And I said, I can't do that. I was like, you're going to have to give me something else. And he said, well, the only other medication, you know, can cause birth defects later in life and because you haven't had kids, you don't want to risk it. So your best bet is to go with this. And I thought, fuck, okay. I was like, all right, you know... I guess I'm going to have to change my life a little bit. Now, as you know, Mm. I got home to your house and bowled my eyes out. I was so upset. I just (laughs) want to say to everyone, Bianca cried. I cried. Actual crying with tears (laughs) and a little bit of blotchiness. Kim Kardashian (laughs) with the diamond in the water cry. And I I was so moved by it. And it was this really conflicting thing for me because... I could see that you were going through so much. It was so upsetting and it was so, um, it was, yeah, it's a life-changing moment. Mm. And there I was with a tiny smirk on my face because I never see you cry. Yeah. It's like, oh, she's got a heart. Oh, it's, it's there. And the only thing that affects it is being told I can't drink alcohol. That's yeah. what evokes emotion in me. Yeah. <laughs> like, great. And I did feel a bit stupid because, you know, my mum and my mum's telling me, you know, it's not that bad. Like people get a lot worse diagnoses and blah blah blah. And I'm like, I know that, but would you just shut the fuck up because I don't want to hear it right now. Like I know it's not as bad as it could be, 
but I just don't want to hear it. Like, let me be. I yeah, I have a pet hate for when someone's going through something, and. Then someone's like, "Oh well, you're not in Syria dying. Oh, isn't that doesn't it, does it make my suffering any less? Like I still am going yeah. through something. Yeah, I you know, like if you lose a leg, well, at least you didn't lose two legs. Yeah, I know that. Lo- I know it could be worse, but I have <laughs> lost. Like, do you understand? Like, you can't just like don't water down my like unfortunate." accident well, or something go, well you lose a leg too <laughs> yeah it's so, so easy it's so bloody easy I'll you lose one. we should just take it off <laughs> yeah so and then and look and this is another thing that is a bit upsetting to talk about I'm, I'm getting a bit vulnerable here but you know I kind of felt and this is the saddest and shittest thing that I've ever said about myself but kind of felt like I was losing my identity just a little bit because that's kind of my thing being the absolutely wasted sloshed one 24 hours a day like that's my thing no one can take that from me like that's that's kind of who I am and to then be told you can't be that party girl anymore which mind you I am 28 probably time to leave the party girl thing like probably could have left it a few years ago (laughs) but no I was clinging on for dear life um and I kind of was feeling a bit upset that I've lost a bit of who I am um and it's yeah (laughs) and and it's hard for like, I understand that there's lots of people that just don't drink. That's okay. But um, there's also a lot of people that have no, you, you just say, very medium drinkers, like mm. nothing nothing full on. But I think that even the average person that drinks a little bit of alcohol would be upset with your news. Yeah. Because, you know, every wedding you go to or yeah. whatever, you, you will never be intoxicated pretty yeah. much. Like I mean, so... Never... Yeah, that's it. I can't yeah. get, like, shit-faced. Well, <laughs> you can't. I can't. Ever. <laughs> so, yeah. I can drink... Um, Three drinks in a week, isn't it? No, no. I can yeah. drink six in a week. So, it's either two standard drinks three times a week or three twice a week okay but never more than three at a time so okay, right. yeah and I shouldn't drink two days in a row so I need to like give my liver a break because the, the drug I'm taking is a form of chemotherapy it's pretty serious so um you really have to watch it because your liver can get absolutely yeah. destroyed so yeah like I and I'm not going to gamble with my health but um you know and as you know Croatia like Oh, that soccer World Cup! Babe. <laughs> I I was messaging you oh. when they were bringing out all of the news articles about the fact oh. that the Annie went Croatian for a week by I, by proxy. <laughs> she just went like I mean I'm a I'm a proud Croatian. Don't get me wrong, but geez, Louise, this girl went population of four point one million. Oh, I is know. it? Yeah. Oh, Melbourne's four point nine. I could not get over that. Your <laughs> homeland is smaller than Melbourne. Yeah, and I was just loving it. And now it's got. I was looking at it geographically how it's like got all the beach and yeah we love so, that coast and i'm like can we go on a holiday <laughs> yeah and but he the, went full the, oh gosh the team the prime minister or president president is it mm. i'm Pro- a really good croatian yeah, i do we'll not know figure <laughs> yeah. it out the leader the croatian the leader. leader woman who is an absolute dead set like legend. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, every leader of every country's got like flaws. I'm sure you don't know her policies. No, no, no. Does I just mean she went to the World Cup and she didn't take any pay? Yeah. So in the time that she was there, mm. didn't take any pay. Mm. Just went off. She went to every game. Yeah. And then this and is she the flew bit. economy. And I would 
which I think people were like, wow, like that's so cool. I think it's also like Croatia doesn't have a lot of money, babe. So she couldn't afford business. They don't have Air Force One, but still, legend. The kicker is that Mm. after they would win, she would go down and they would all, the team would get drunk. Yeah. I could not get over it. It's our culture. You- no shit. So I messaged you and I'm like, no wonder. Like, this yeah. is this is your people and they're most mm. elite athletes mm. who nearly won the World Cup. Yeah. Just yeah. smashed because yeah. they wouldn't be able to do it without the alcohol. So, yeah, it is is a big part of my life that I now can't really do. Um, so the Dry July thing uh, kind of got put on halt a bit because I was planning on doing the month sober and I was going to smash it, but then... I didn't start the medication for a week and I thought, shit, like I need to have one last day going hard, going ham. Um, and I got a friend, bought me a golden ticket. Thanks, Brittany. You're the best. Um, and I went out for my last ever, like John Farnham, one night only, going to get smashed. Yeah, but John Farnham came back several times. Yeah. This is actually... <laughs> this is the, actually... I saw his poster in our area the other day. He's doing another concert. He's back. Yeah. He's back, he's still back, back. back. It's again. 2018. <laughs> he, like, he said that he was leaving, like, what? When I was, like, three, <laughs> he was like, it's the last time. I, I'm serious this time, guys. He's like a carpet store that's constantly closing down, <laughs> yes. but it never closes down. Like, that's what John Farnham is. That is hard. Yeah. <laughs> closing down sales, 70% off. John, shut oh, up. Stuck, you're not going, going anywhere. Yeah, you're never leaving. Like, I wish you would, but you won't. So, um, he'll still be singing when he gets, like, when he passes away and he's, like, being lowered into the ground. Yeah. He'll still be like, just one last time. He'll be like the Jesus. He'll resurrect three days later. Like, I said I wasn't going... I, it was one night only, but Uncle. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. So, look, I had one night, like last night, and I did go a little bit too hard. I'm not going to lie. You were oh, there. You yeah, you were there. I, I have. Darling, mm. it was weekend at Bernie's. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was propping my girl up, like fully supportive that she was blowing out for, you know, that night because life's got to change yeah. after that night. Mm. But I was genuinely concerned. So I was like, well, she might not need the drugs because yeah. she might actually die tonight. <laughs> yeah. So can we just hold her up? Yeah. So uh, the first day I woke up on the Sunday and I thought, oh, I'm surprisingly not hungover. But I was so drunk that I didn't get my hangover until about two o'clock in the afternoon. And it turns out I got alcohol poisoning and I was sick as a oh, dog. Like, it turns out, does uh, it? Yeah. <laughs> it turns out. I, I would really like if I could just get it, that. You could have fooled me. <laughs> it was a, like it was a it was a what do we call it again? A blub, like a bar. Oh uh, yeah, it's pop, a blub. Yeah, a yeah. Bar, car, blub. Blub. Yeah. yeah, right. And it was. I just really want their security footage no. of you trying. Your shoe fell off at one stage, <laughs> and she just had to get her shoe on so we could just walk her out. Weekend at Burnings are out. <laughs> now, honestly, the ordeal to get the shoe oh. on. Oh, how did it come off, though? Because they were perspex. They were slower than my kids putting their <laughs> shoes on for school. I couldn't get over I know, it. It's, I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. Um, but it was a good experience because the hangover was so severe that I thought I never, ever want to do that to myself again. Like, 100%, I'm glad that I'm not going to be in that state again. And I, the next day, which I don't know why I chose to do this, but I just wanted to watch some really bad, trashy reality TV. And thankfully, Stan has Geordie Shaw. Now, I watched Geordie Shaw 
of them getting, you know, absolutely mortal, just getting fucked up in the club, like, every night, um, vomiting, pissing, them, like, they're shitting themselves, pissing themselves, right? I'm, I'm watching this and I'm vomiting as I'm watching it because it's, ma- like, watching them be drunk and I was just like, this is, like, drinking culture is fucked and now that I'm not a part of it, I am above oh. it. So, like, even though I'm clearly, like, dying of alcohol poisoning right now, I'm above it because I don't do that anymore. This is day one and yeah, I'm this not is like day you. one. And I'm not like you anymore. Um, watching Geordie Shaw has helped me so much because they they are so oh like fu- it's fucked. I, it, ma- it makes me tired just watching it, yeah. and I get sick the just watching it. The fights because they like, I don't even know actual- if they like each other. They're like we're a family, we all stick together, and then they go out and they just hate on one another. <laughs> no. They're just like you're a fucking slag, like yelling at one another constantly, like punch ups. Are you a family? Because usually friends don't do that. It's just alcohol gets in your system and you get absolutely fucked. So and that they helps. wake up the next day and go at it again. <laughs> That's the thing that makes me so tired. They wake up with their hair extension attached to their fucking forehead and <laughs> they're like, oh, let's go out again. Like, I know. And they all get prepped. Mind you, they take five hours to get ready as mm. well, which just exhausts me watching. Oh, I know. But I'm like, oh, my God. I know, yeah. What? They always wet the bed. Like, it's cooked. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've wet the bed once in my drinking life. Yeah. One time. Unfortunately, Palmer was in the bed. And I just woke up and I was like, oh, I'm really sweaty. And then when I got back into the bed, I was like, oh, <laughs> nah, that's <clears throat> that's urine. And I had to tell my very new boyfriend, we need to sleep downstairs oh. because I wet myself. And it was not, that was not a proud moment. So, yeah, watching Joy <laughs> Shaw helps. It makes yeah. me not want to do it. But, um, <laughs> right. you know, I... I have had to kind of reassess things this month because, look, okay, the whole dry July thing was great. I think anyone that does think that they drink too much, I would encourage you to try it next year. Like, if I can do it, you can do it. You can get golden tickets and trust me, your friends will buy them for you. But um, kind of people have been buying me them now. And you I'm only like, did I can that, only though. You to. would have just done dry July and I have 100%. no doubt that you would have been okay but you got news halfway through Dry uh-huh. July that saying um, you're not going to be able to drink. Yeah. Well, I mean, y- yes, you can. But very, very, like, life-changing yeah. drinking habits from here on out. So that's why you got a golden ticket. Exactly. I would have done it without the golden ticket. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it was good. But, um, you know, my – I don't – I don't know. People have called me an alcoholic before and I've always stood my ground and been like, well, I'm not an alcoholic because – like, okay, first of all, it's rude. Don't don't yeah. throw stones, babe. But um, I always stood behind it being like, well, you know, I hold down a job. <laughs> like, this is why I'm not a... I hold down a job. Like, I don't drink every day and blah, 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 blah. And um, that's fine. But when I got the news, I was really upset. You know, I'm not going to be able to drink anymore. And, um, you know, it, before I got that news and before Dry July, I completely didn't think I had a problem. I didn't. And I'd had people occasionally tell me and I'd just be like, well, why don't you fuck off? But I had a very serious chat with my husband and it was like, you know, when someone just tells you something and you just... And you know. And you just know. Like yeah, right mm-hmm. and, and I just sat there and thought, I can't say anything. So we were having a big argument and um, he said, <laughs> I don't... I was like, oh, well, I'm not an alcoholic. He goes, I don't think you're an alcoholic. And I thought, oh, phew. And then he goes, I think you're a binge drinker and you're a really bad one at that. And I thought, oh, no one's 
ever said that to me before? And then he said, your drinking affects me so much. Like, and I don't think you realise. And I had no idea. Like, I just didn't know. And I, you know, he, he's saying, you'll... We'll have plans to have a nice Saturday night together and then you'll end up going to see a girlfriend, not come home until like midnight, 1am. You're absolutely mm-hmm. like slosh, like you're vomiting. He's like, and then the next day that we had plans together to spend together, you're hungover and I don't see you because you just can't move. And um, I burst into tears. I cried again. Right. Yeah, because that's not my idea of being a good happy marriage yeah. no, no a good person like yeah. I felt I was so ashamed and um for well, no you can still be a good person that's that's not it at all you've never not been a good person but but I've prioritized drinking I've I had yeah. 100% prioritized drinking over spending time with him or keeping plans with him that's not good if he yeah. did that to me I would yeah. flip okay, a lid right. so I totally get where he's coming from and then he apologized and was like I'm sorry I never told you sooner I'm like, yeah, fucking A, you should have told me sooner. We've been together for three years. And when we first met, you know, I was a little bit rowdy and I just never stopped because I just thought he was okay with it. He totally was not okay with it and nor should he be. And I don't want to be that person anymore either. So um, I've made huge changes. Like my entire life has changed. See, I'm feeling like a bit bad now. (laughs) Like I am. And I like get that. You know, um, especially on these podcasts, like, you've talked about drinking a lot. Like, Mm. we've made many, many a joke about it. And Mm. now it's got to the point where it's, like, not a joke. No. And I feel like a bit of a dodgy friend that, I don't know, maybe I didn't help or something like that. Do you think that you could have heard that from anyone else other than your husband no. or so I if I said that it would just have ruined our friendship would it it wouldn't ruin the friendship I definitely think I've had friends say it before but and I've had a friend that I've had to kind of intervent not intervention but just you know sometimes you so what what like what could I have ever done because also I think the thing is we laugh about it and everything, but I obviously don't know your home life, mm-hmm. and I don't. I'm not with you every time you're going out. No, like I only hear maybe some stories. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't understand that. I didn't realize that it was probably at this point. Yeah, I mean, and as well, I think. The and thing is, is it my? It's this is the way I sort of like see it. I know this is silly, but you know, with like. Um, fat phobia and all that stuff about unsolicited advice, right? Mm-hmm. You know when people tell people, oh, it's really bad that you are fat. You've got to lose weight. Um, you're really ruining your health and all that. Well, actually, that's none of your fucking business because that's their medical stuff. Yeah. And there was like a little part of me that like maybe I thought, well, is that n- that's not my place? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Is it is it my place to control mm. your actions and behaviour. Well, not even actions and behaviour, but like, I don't know, your health or whatever. If I was <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, true, true, true. Well, I mean, you know, look, I will say, and this is, I know that I've talked about not smoking, but since I've given up drinking, I've been punching the darts so much. That's what needs to go. Like, mm. that is actually worse because I am smoking way more to make up for the fact that I'm not drinking and that is actually Mm. making me physically sick so that has to stop but the health thing like 
I do think you can come from a health point of view. Like I understand that not everyone wants to hear it and sometimes like being told that your behaviour is unacceptable is not cool. And, and the thing is with drinking as well, you've got to pick the time to do it. Like if someone is drunk, obviously don't say it. And do not say it the next the next day because the thing is if you yeah because if you so you get the post booze blues Mm. and what happens is if you if you're a binge drinker and alcoholic you'll know this but when you drink excessively you black out and you don't remember anything and you wake up the next day and you just have a foreboding feeling of terror that you've done something wrong even though you haven't and Mm. you're and you you don't you have a dread Mm. to even look at your phone to see who you've spoken to to even talk to your friends because you're just like i don't know what happened and i don't want to know because i feel like it was something bad and you always have this stress the next day so you get anxiety about it i feel like i've got the exact opposite where i can remember everything crystal clear so the next day you're mortified (laughs) i'm fucking mortified i'm like remember how i was like standing at the at the bar and i actually just had my tits out like yeah and i was just showing the bartender my nipple ring or something like oh my god why why yeah. couldn't i have blacked out and not remember no that? you don't i mean even though yeah. yeah so it's bad so you don't ever want to bring it up to someone or tell them like if someone does something really fucking terrible yeah you tell them right. but i probably wouldn't tell them the next day i'd probably give them some time because they're in a really fragile state but i think but how can you tell them be because i remember i know someone that had told you mind you I think you might have said pot kettle black yeah um but they sort of said do you think it's gotten out of control and you were like fuck off yeah like no and then I was like oh Mm. shit well obviously it's fine Mm -hmm. like I am like how can you seriously tell someone I'm just not sure it's a part of that thing though as well like you can't help people that don't want to help themselves so I feel like some people are just so happy you know, I, I wouldn't want to hear it. I mean, hearing it from Palmer, he definitely said it at the right time. Because if he had said it before dry July, before I got my diagnosis, I would have been like, fuck you. Mm. But I think having reassessed it and like realising, I think I kind of realised it for myself a little bit. But having yeah. him just confirm it and say it in that way, I was like, fuck, like, you're so right. But you just try and do things with the person without involving alcohol. So... I had a girlfriend that was going through okay. a pretty rough time and she was definitely drinking way too much. And um, I was concerned about her. And every time I'd see her, like she, she could barely speak because she was so drunk. And I just was like, every time I'd want to catch up with her, she'd obviously want to drink because, you know, <laughs> hello, that's me. And she was going through a rough patch. And I just said to her, like, well, why don't we catch up for breakfast? Because... You can drink a Bloody Mary or a mimosa at breakfast, sure, but you can't really get absolutely wasted and you're not going to drink beforehand. So, like, do things that don't involve alcohol. Do things that don't involve alcohol. Do you know what I mean? Like alcohol, honestly, it is so bad in this country It is. The the drinking culture is bad because we, like, I mean, you watch shows like Geordie Shore and, you know, I used to watch it when I was younger and think it was funny. And when I say younger, I mean, like, you know, 21. (laughs) But I watch it now and I'm just so mortified and sad and I think the fact that we laugh about like you know when people show videos online about someone really wasted and falling over and stuff Mm. it's so gross that we laugh at that because it's someone that's literally like poisoned their mind and has no control of their functions why do we find that funny it's not funny do you know what I mean and it's so weird that we have this thing where if someone say on drugs and walking down the street or whatever, we're like, oh, what a drop kick. But if someone's walking down the street drunk, oh, how funny. They must be having the best time. Like, oh, we- well, I get scared of drunk people, though. Yeah. I, f- I find 
Oh, I'm so sorry that I've no, terrified no, no, no. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, if I was like walking down the street, you know, like Melbourne CBD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. Just, oh, by the way, I'm not necessarily like I'm not advocating for lockout laws or any of that oh, stuff because I think that's no. bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. But I, yeah, I mean. Yeah, you're right. It's a double standard, isn't it? Is, it is, because they're both just as bad. As one's each, legal and... One's legal and one's yeah, not, right. but they both, you know, fuck you up. But, you know, I mean, obviously I have just gone sober, and I'm using that in quotations because I'm not going to be a completely sober person. I will have the odd beer or two, but I won't be drunk. I mean, I went out on Saturday night and I had three beers and I drank really slowly because normally I knock them back so quickly. I know. <laughs> I know. Right? But now I sip really You sl- usually go about three drinks to my one, um, I reckon. Maybe more. Way more. Way more. Yeah. Yeah, probably that. Um, what, yeah. Four, I, and five. I'm not proud of that. Like, I don't I don't think it's a good thing, but I drank really mm. slowly. And, you know, my girlfriend- No, but I'm just trying to give context to yeah. the fact that your life has changed. So much. I'm not trying to say, oh, uh, that's mm. so funny or so great. Yeah. But, you know, you three drinks, like- Yeah, and then that, that was just- I had, like, and I, I mean, the girls were drinking, um, they ordered a jug of Pim's. And I just said, no, like, I can't drink that. I was like, I'm going to reach my limit. I was like, so you guys mm. drink it? And they drank the jug. Admittedly, they got absolutely smashed because I think they had not planned. I think they planned yeah. on sharing it. Yeah, so but I was like, I'm out. And like- you know, and it's great because I've never been my own designated driver. I can drive now after I have two drinks. Like, mm. I'm never going to need an Uber again. Um, I see the positives, yeah. and I'm not ever going to be hungover again. And after that Sunday. Oh, I'm really glad about that. Mm. So I'm, I'm good. Well, I'm really proud of you. And yeah. I, yeah, thanks for the insight <laughs> on how to be like a better what mm. friend to someone that you know. Yeah. I, like I just, it yes, I do feel yeah. like I feel now that you're sober and you've got so much to say and stuff. I do feel like some element of guilt. I do remember on one of the podcasts. Remember you equated your love of drinking to my love of my children. So that's how that's how full on it was. Yeah. And I thought it was funny. Because, <laughs> because I don't know, I... Yeah. And that's I, the, the thing I is, I feel though, bad. I do feel a yeah. lot of guilt that I maybe just didn't do the right thing and, and I'm so glad that the outcome is great. But mm. it also shows you, too, that when it comes to drinking, like binge drinking or alcoholism or whatever, there... Just like I talk about mental health and how different people can present differently, like mental health can be the person laying in bed and they can't get up. Sometimes it can also be the person, like and I was saying, you know, me who's in bright colours and goes out and everything, but internally screaming. Yeah. Alcoholism and binge binge drinking, it can present in people like you Mm. that have a good job and are extremely good at it, have are motivated, have really good friendships, yeah. haven't like, haven't, because in my mind maybe I thought that... Well, she's successful, to, so until her life well, turns to shit, she... I mean, I've listened to a lot of um, Fiona and Lachlan and what she's said about like her alcoholism and mm-hmm. now she's obviously not but um you know it escalated to the point where you know her relationship was ruined and she found herself in some you know um really bad situations yeah. and I just always looked at you and I thought no like be is what everyone wants to be you're so confident and everyone likes being around you you have a really good job oh. you know like I Continue, don't know please, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know if 
I don't know if enough people know that you can actually also have shit going on mm. and be highly functioning or oh, whatever. Oh, you 100% can. I mean, like, and the thing is, though, me sober is my favourite me. Drunk B, I fucking hate that bitch. Like, she ruins, she runs her mouth, like, she can't walk, mm. she says shit, like, she's a fucking loser and I don't like oh her, but God, yet, I I'm constantly have- drinking and letting her out. And I'm like, no, 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 like, Drunk B needs to be locked up in a cage, she's not allowed to. I just, um... Oh, just for old time's sake, can we look, like I'm allowed to laugh about one You thing. can laugh at anything that drunk um, bees ever done. Like, it's you not know, a problem. I feel like now you're past it. Now we're allowed I'm sorry, to laugh. what is it? What is it? <laughs> now we're past it. Mm. I feel like we're allowed to laugh about it. Can mm. you please give me permission? I don't so, even know what you're about to say, so my, say whatever. My four year old daughter's birthday party. Oh, sweet Jesus. Sweet um, Lord an, baby Jesus. So twins had a birthday party and the theme was <laughs> underwater. So one of them was like a seahorse and the other one was a mermaid and Auntie B turned up as a giant squid, right? <laughs> so she was a giant squid oh. and we had, um, mm. there was some alcohol there. You were drinking and you got quite mm. drunk. I and pre-drink it's, oh, it's, for it's a four-year-old's birthday yeah. party. Uh-huh. But, you know, Auntie B's here and so mm. she's the one drunk person at the four-year-old's mm. birthday, Mm-mm. obviously. And I was, you know, <laughs> she's just like, she is just that that auntie, that auntie, you know, that everyone's got one. <laughs> That auntie. That yeah. one. And you so you were a giant squid. Mm. Please no one take that out of your mind. She's a giant intoxicated squid. And the kids are all avoiding it. You were bending down at their level and going, Hello, how are you going? And they were like, Whoa, and stepping back. Yeah. Anyway, there was one person's baby that crawled up to you at one stage. Yeah. I don't I you took it upon yourself to pick the baby up. I shouldn't. Ever. And you were nah. spinning around in a squid suit <laughs> with someone's baby. Then obviously my my mum stepped in. She was like, B, I think I'm going to take that yeah. baby from you. Thank God mind. one person was responsible. You don't mind? Yeah. So you had the baby takeaway. Anyway, the party was sort of over and I said to a few of my friends, <laughs> like the, the kids were going, you know, going to bed and whatever. And I said, because some of my friends flew over for my daughter's birthday. Gosh, they're sweet. But I said, let's all stay around, hang around and mm. I'll get to catch up with you now because yeah. I've been hosting. Mm. Please, again, still a squid. She's in <laughs> high heels and... Bianca was so drunk. So everyone starts cleaning up. All my friends are cleaning up. And I said to Bianca, first of all, KB, because you're like, oh, just give me a job. Just give me a job. Just give me a and job. And you're like, please don't touch anything. Well, I just said, someone give her a job. So I felt sorry for you. Like, you know, just give her a bloody job. So give she her a thinks- pity job. So I, yeah, that's exactly like what when I did. kids are like, can I help with the groceries? And you're like, carry the bread. That's yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you got your pity job. And that was, <laughs> Bianca, I haven't, I haven't had nothing. I was completely sober, not even a sip. I said, can you just hold my glass of wine while I quickly run around? Very you're important like, no, no worries. So you were standing there and you were trying to treat it really, really seriously in your giant squid and you slowly just kept leaning to the left. Kept leaning, kept leaning, kept leaning. And I came back and you'd poured my drink out. And I said, you couldn't even do the one bloody job that I asked you to do. I know. And then I said, do you know what? You don't need a jo- job. Just you have a good time. It's fine, B. Don't worry. And then I look over and B is pushing around a doll's pram <laughs> with a doll in it. And she's singing to it. And then I just thought, oh, fuck. I feel like I had to watch Arnie Bean more than any of the kids that day. Oh, fucking. So, but that's good times. 
that was um that was a day. Anyway. Yeah. So look. So rest in peace. Rest drunk in peace, B. drunk B, because you're not coming back. So yeah. Look, I'm a uh, I'm a sober bitch now. And look. And all my friends were like, I think, kind of saying like, oh, you know, you're not going to be, you, like, you'll still be fun. And like, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I will still be fun. Like, there's no doubt about that. I'll, I'll be fine. I'm just not going to be drunk. And Yeah, I think it's so much better. And I'm so happy for you. <laughs> yeah. I really am. Well, cheers. Drunk squid. Drunk squid. <laughs> <laughs>